0: So uh what are you, what are you flipping through?
1: Oh my notes.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> hey, this is for the podcast.
0: Oh uh, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright. Holy crap. Gives
1: the a, a theater of the mind. Just imagine me Shoot. with my notes.
0: So did you, did you hear uh Katy Perry is you know, can't stop pulling down boys' pants? say what you you didn't hear about this no she she pulled down some dancer's pants at like a party in 2010 and he's like yeah i'm coming forward because uh girls aren't the only ones who feel bad
1: crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the binge watchers podcast
0: now yeah, so, i don't know and then like then one of the one of the actors on her little dance friday party video came forward and then like some chick came forward yeah so i guess like you know Katy katie perry is the next the next one in the hot seat for inappropriate behavior but i'm like i'm like this is dangerous like what what's dangerous about it is like so nobody can flirt anymore nobody can try to engage in Moments, then, like, you, how are you gonna fill out a situation? You, you gotta fill like out half, like a, a 30 page application, you know, get a credit check, and uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, like, half
1: the shit I did in high school would get me arrested now, and I was a good kid.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> culture, sh- culture shift, right? Total culture shift. It's, what the fuck? Well, d- uh, well, well, let's point out this way girls used to just grab guys to indicate physically what they wanted you to do. You know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Guy, you come onto each other. So, and then you literally come onto each other. But, <laughs>
1: that's what's called a circle jerk.
0: Wow! Right off the top, right off the top, it, really went, it got to the gutter quick. I mean, that's a new record. We should let Nick know. We got there fast, but Just for you. Uh, Madonna's still showing that she's got the moves. How many? I'm so. She's someone that should have, like, 50, 65 lawsuits against her, right? Over the course of her career. I mean, actually, I think she literally hired dudes in the 90s just so she could bang them on tour. Like, that was you her own You probably job.
1: just show the documentary that she did <laughs> and probably find shit in there that would be getting anybody else arrested today. Uh,
0: man, you know what I love <clears throat> in the reality TV world? And I'm like, how is this not a show? Like, just to watch the Crisly family, like, Crisly knows best. Well, apparently not. Apparently not. He and his son are like extorting one of his daughters over a sex tape because they wanted to lie in court about their tax evasion problems. Have you heard about this? The fuck? They committed like federal tax evasion by writing these documents in banks. Like my wife watches the show. Do you know about this show? It's called like Crisly Knows Best. And like, I've Todd heard and the
1: family. name, right, but so I couldn't tell you anything about it.
0: At first, you watch the show and you assume like okay, they have properties in a couple different states in 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 you know the Southwest, and then they're going to all these pageants and they're coordinators or something, but you look at the family and you go, okay, what do these what do these people actually do? Like, what did they do to get their money? Like, are they in real estate? Like, what, what what like what exactly do they do? And you can never pin it down. You can't really quite pin it down what they do, right? But they're buying cars, they own houses, they're taking trips. They're literally just they're not earning a living. Clearly, in the reality show, you can tell that they're not making any money. Except for I'm sure they well obviously I was like, what do they what do they get? I was like. Reality stars, I'm like, okay, they're $75,000 an episode, $200,000 an episode. Who knows what they negotiated for now? It's like, you know, it's one of USA's shows or something, right? But, Mm. so apparently they're left for like four different types of uh, federal fraud, right? (laughs) Like, it was probably not paying taxes is what got them caught. But then they looked into all these other bank documents and like they were writing out fake account statements or something to go get these banks to give them a line of credit for like $2 million at a pop. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so that's what they that's what they really do. They've been con artists for like 10 years. <laughs> like all right. <laughs> so <laughs> then you wonder like like uh you know, were they just sitting there like okay, this is a total fantasy because I don't know I don't know the the Crisley guy's history, but it's like, "Hey, okay, so so he's sitting there in the trailer park, you know, the Corvettes up on the cinder blocks like like Jeff Fox really used to joke about." <laughs> and then they're just like, "You know what?" Let's change the numbers on this check and go down there and get ourselves a line of credit. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean. Like, like how do you arrive at that point? I really don't get it. Like, uh, my, my my wife loves that fucking show. It's it's hilarious. Um, I've never I've
1: okay. never seen. It. I've heard of it.
0: Well, I mean, they're more famous for this scandal now that just like erupted this week than than anything that ever happened on their own, on their show. But.
1: Uh, I, I I watched like one reality show that we got sucked into, and in that 90 Day Fiance, and that's about it. Oh, Although man. that has like five different shows on that one premise. So.
0: Oh, and then Danny Masterson's four accusers are suing him, suing him. Oh, and suing David uh, Mickey Mouse, whoever that guy's last name is, Mouskovich, What's what's the guy who runs uh, Scientology?
1: Oh, um, shit, I couldn't tell you.
0: Miscavige. Yeah, Miscavige? Something, something like that. Okay. Miskovic, I don't know. McWitz. His name should just be Mick Planet. That'd be cool. Captain Planet. Like David Galactic or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, Masterson's kind of in the hot in the hot seat. Everybody's in the hot seat.
1: Well, wasn't he fired from that that rant show on Netflix before <sighs> it even got canceled itself?
0: I, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about jokes on the podcast, like. Some racy stuff in the first few seasons. They're going to go and get that raw those basement tapes, David. Well,
1: I don't ever plan on running for any kind of public office, so I'm not too worried about uh, (laughs) any of that stuff.
0: Play like a politician. Never admit anything. That was Uh, me. We have a movie to talk about tonight, folks. We watched – actually, it's probably the best one of the whole lot so far. Ah yes,
1: I'm glad I got you on my side.
0: Okay, here's this random thing. Okay, I, w- I want to explain it so they don't think like. Okay, I guess they could say if we plan this list, we could look like horror movie geniuses. We are aficionados, but I wouldn't say we're... I wouldn't like just claim like we we engineered it this way. It'd be great if we did, but it actually is kind of like a happy accident. Each movie that we watch on our tour through hell as the summer slash marathon continues gets better than the previous movie. And it's mostly an accident, I would think. Like, we didn't set up the list to go, like, bing, bang, boom, bing, bang, boom. Right? No. Okay. So, there. He confirmed. Dangerous confirmed it for you. Johnny didn't engineer a list. Dave didn't engineer a list. And our (laughs) our lost compatriot did not engineer a list. We put together what we thought was, like, the industry hot list of, like, all the slasher films that people should talk about. There probably be some honorable mentions. I mean, there's a lot of movies that aren't, that didn't make the cut. And then we put together, we slammed this group together. And we're like, okay, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about that. And we'll, hey, put like, this on. Like, oh, this. you've
1: seen this one, but I haven't, or yeah, vice versa. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then, like, but then, so first couple episodes were brutal. I, obviously entertaining. And as a podcast, they're great. But Dave and I slogged through these first couple of films. Then all of a sudden we got to this one, got to that one. like, okay. And then it was, like, breathing room. Okay, it wasn't that hellish. It wasn't actually, like, a chore to get through the movies. Then we started enjoying the movies. And now we're at a point where, like, yeah. So I'm a part of... We're American just saying career. classics now. Yeah, yeah. We're, like, we're, like... We're like, I was so excited. We were going to talk yet last night. But we got busy, whatever. And then... But I was, like... I was just jamming. I had a coffee. I had Mountain Dew. I was watching this movie. And, like, I love this movie because first thing you see is the title card. And then you have this great, creepy score. I was going to do a little... Film history and try to pull up the name of the person who composed the music, but I didn't actually do that. I'm lazy, whatever. But uh, it sounds great, and it hits you pretty right away, like with the music and the title card. And then, like the first thing is an insert shot of somebody drops a newspaper on the sidewalk in like Pasadena or something, and it's like, oh, escaped convict or whatever, you know? What right. I mean? Or or like uh, former murderer like escapes, and you're like, oh, here we go. And then, that, yeah, then the drill comes out. He starts running his running through people, and then these girls are having a party, and then uh, there's, like, neighbors. It's funny how it keeps cutting intercutting with the story of, like, the two sisters or whatever. Are they sisters? They're sisters, yeah, right? Yeah, the, the, the Courtney and Valerie. Yeah, they're sisters, right? There's, like, yeah. older sister, younger sister. So they're next door. Meanwhile, the popular girls are having a party, like, next door or whatever. Uh, well—
1: First of all, the thing that I forgot um, when I uh, watched this movie, because I told you about this earlier this year, this was kind of like a discovery for me, although, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what have you. Um, but, like, I forgot how funny this movie is. Like, it starts off with a shot where she's listening to the radio, and there's a caller uh, caller radio contest, which almost don't exist anymore, I guess. Uh, and, yeah, the girl's like, oh, what did I win, $500? And, it's like, the gu- the announcer says, oh, wait till you hear your prize. It's a KWF T-shirt, whatever, and you hear, oh, <laughs> I don't know, that radio gag <laughs> killed me. Like, wow. uh, I'm I'm not doing it justice, but uh, go watch it on Tubi TV. Um, I love
0: Tubi. Uh,
1: but, oh, uh, your boys,
0: Tubi. I don't know how many more shout-outs we have to give you.
1: I think I think, um, think uh, Pieces still wins for the most kills in the first reel, but this one has a first reel kill. Um.
0: Well, I mean, like, the girl I feel bad for is the one who's, like, in the high school after dark
1: Oh, yeah, and she I mean, went to the library?
0: Yeah, and then she's being stalked through the auditorium, yeah. and then, like, what gives it away she... is, like, the how much blood is coming through the door or whatever. But I'm like, but then he has a power drill, and so he just, like, drills through the lock and opens the door. Well, the what classroom. kills
1: me is, like, the guy, uh, like, in this kill, he, like, first gets her arm, and then she runs away, but, like, he doesn't even... I mean you could say this of so many horror movies but like he has a right in her sights but he's just like all right I'm going to let you get you, a little you know, bit away. You
0: know what though he's kind of a clunky killer and like later on we find out he kind of lurches around like he doesn't really have yeah. speed he's like one of those sl- slow walking killers you know like Yeah uh,
1: exactly.
0: Uh, um I don't know.
1: Th- and that first kill that first girl is um what's Oh no actually there was a kill before that because the girl in the um the cable company, or not the cable company, the telephone. Yeah,
0: company? he gets somebody right away, but. Uh,
1: like, pulls her into a van yeah. and kills her.
0: But you know what's weird is like, the actor who's skulking around in the shadows looks like a <clears> younger <throat> dude. Then when you finally see the killer, he's this old grizzly dude, and you're like, was that the same? <laughs> was that the same guy, or did they, they they have somebody on like the B unit? You know what I mean? In the, in the locker right. room, like, just uh, hey, we need to stand in, take the drill, and just walk by the shadows. You know like, right.
1: They don't even bother hiding the identity of the guy, or at least his face. Like, so there's no chance no, for a MacGuffin. They, they
0: reveal it pretty like quickly, early. Like, yeah, like, yeah, much quicker than you would expect this type of movie to do. But for a while, I was like, "Oh, is it going to be the neighbor? Like the slightly like the guy in his forties who's like hitting on all the teenage girls? Who's like, oh, Well, your parents aren't home, but if you need anything, I'm right next door.' <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's all
1: right. I won't tell your parents you're smoking weed. Just don't have too much,
0: <laughs> right? Or if you want, to, if we want to pull it into a modern reference, he's the Quagmire of the film, you know. You Kinda, know? yeah. Like...
1: I think he even wore a Hawaiian shirt too, yeah. if I remember right. Um, oh yeah, he totally did. And if you don't know who very...
0: Quagmire is, that's a Family Guy reference. But he's basically right. a sleaze bag that wants to. He's got he's a hypersexual sleaze bag friend of the main character in that that cartoon. You should go. Uh, I, I guess if you're Family Guy fans, you, you know what I'm talking about. And if not, I don't know. You're clearly not living in the. United States watching Family Guy, or anybody that has international cable or the internet for that matter, you can watch Family Guy on YouTube. I yeah. mean, everybody but a sheep farmer in New Zealand probably has seen Family Guy. You know, not probably. to knock New Zealand, but well, actually, I'm pretty sure I think maybe they H- probably even have cable. Our yeah, Family yeah. Guy Fox, there. Fox has probably gotten to the sheep farms because everybody wants to watch the new 90210. So everybody, <laughs> <laughs> everybody has Fox. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Although, do you, did you recognize who that Uh, the very first uh, or not the first, but the the girl in the library or the girl that gets like stalked what? early? What? Do you recognize that actress? No. Well, she well, she's like a big she was a big scream queen of the 80s. That was Brink Stevens.
0: But she gets she, totally taken out in this movie.
1: Yeah, but this was well, yes, this was her very first movie, though, but uh, she would become she'd become a scream queen.
0: OK, so she's a bit player in this one. She gets t- just a throwaway.
1: No, but yeah, but she becomes like a big deal in the like straight to video scream queen market of like things like uh, sorority babes at the slam uh nightmare sisters, shit like that. Uh, she was also the inspiration for um, oh uh, the, the the character in um, the Rocketeer, uh, the the girl, the fee- the the love interest. Uh. Well, okay. Jennifer Connelly played uh, her in the movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, but she was married she was married or dating the the comic book artist of the original Rocketeer and she was like the inspiration for that character
0: look at david with his knowledge
1: oh yeah I'm full of it huh.
0: um how do i explain this movie it's kind of like cool like that they hang out in a centralized location like they're just kind of hanging out in the house you know just friends mm. um, having a little slumber party what's funny is like I didn't realize I didn't see this movie before I watched it again with you. The one I've seen is part two.
1: Okay, I see. I need to go back and watch the sequel. I now.
0: think in part two they go and rent, like, it seems like, I think they're in college and they go and rent a house for the weekend. And uh, I don't even think it's the same killer, but it's definitely the same M.O., you know?
1: I don't think it could be the same killer given the end of this movie, which we haven't even gotten well, to Well,
0: I mean, they kind of set up a spoiler alert, spoiler alert, skip ahead. Yeah. If you don't want to hear the spoiler, skip ahead. Spoiler alert. There, I warned you enough. You kind of set him up for a hook hand, like he is going to come back for a sequel, but with a hook for a hand. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's called a hook hand. That's H-O-O-K-H-A-N-D, hook hand. Your hand is replaced by a hook. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I guess you better watch Slumber Party Massacre hook hand. On Tubi (laughs) TV. Yeah. Now we're going to trademark that. Hook hand is now trademarked. You can't use it. If you say it, you have to pay me five cents every time you say it. That's that's how you keep a podcast rolling. Is you got to pay the podcast bills. Internet's not cheap, guys. It's like ninety bucks a month, and if you have a triple play, it's like two hundred bucks a month. And your cable provider pretty much owns you now because they they've installed your home security cameras. They know what's on your hard drives. (laughs) uh, Oh
1: God! Nobody thinks about the cable guy. (laughs) Nobody thinks thinks
0: about the yeah. Everybody's worried about Google and Facebook listening to you and those keywords. Man, uh. well, and maybe Apple too, because they somehow know when you're swearing on a podcast. You know, when you load an episode, the more we swear, it slaps us with that E rating. We don't even have to put it on ourselves. We don't have to be honest and go, "Yeah, we're 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 rated mature." We're like oh. we're like uh, we're like Ice T. We're like NWA. You know, New World Order. We're we're crazy. <laughs> we're, we're we're crazy. You know, we say terrible things. We're just that hardcore. We're thugs from the OG. You know, um, nice. but they'll hit you with that E, David. They will hit you with that E. And there's oh, nothing man. you can do about it except, I don't know. Read the that episode description, cool. and, and it has. That means the, we uh, use it, words. We use words, oh, man. Sometimes. <laughs> explicit words. Sometimes.
1: Uh, speaking of us, explicit. Uh, yeah, there's quite a few uh, gratuitous uh, boober shops, oh, boober man. shops, shops, well, shots.
0: <laughs> within the first ten minutes of the movie, the the main girl or one of the three main girls, because it. Here's another spoiler alert. I guess they're coming fast tonight. Um, there's three main f- girls, which is kind of unique because if you're talking about final girls, this movie has three of them. You know, which doesn't really right. happen a lot. So, but the one gets is like naked within the first ten minutes of the movie.
1: Yeah. Well, there you. Are. And and again, this is where like I knew. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> this is also when I kind of the first time I watched this. I knew this movie was kind of genius because it was. If you look at the way the movie's framed, it's not. They're showing you full frontal nudity, but they're like not being very sexy about it. It's just like, all right, business, here it is. This is what you came to to see. Here we go. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> like, it's very, there's nothing per se sexy about it. I mean, other than, you know, you're just seeing naked flesh, but like, there's no ambiance to the camera work. It's like, here you go. Except, like, you know they... what's
0: the total flight of fancy? You know what's a total flight of fancy? When the girls gather for the slumber party, Seven girls are not going to stand in the living room with all the lights on and change into their pajamas in front of each other. That That's just not realistic, folks. You, you know what I mean? It's not. <laughs> I know, David, when you invited all those guys to your house, uh, you're right, we did go balls out within the first 20 minutes of being here. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Well, what I don't buy is, like, for a slumber party that was meant to uh, be just for the girls, like the uh, – most every girl is comfortable, but there's that one really chesty girl that's wearing, like, the teddy, like, that's way different from everybody else. Uh, what
0: are you suggesting?
1: I just – I don't buy that if they're not – I just don't see that a girl is going to wear something like that rather than be comfortable with her ladies.
0: Is that what your notes say? These notes that you're rustling around that everybody can hear, like, your most important note to deliver oh, is – Sorry, I should put those away from chesty. the mic. <laughs> he literally – page two, guys, he just writes down – Make sure to mention the chesty. No, no, that
1: actually wasn't in my notes. That was in my thoughts.
0: Oh, wow. I, I don't know what to say. Look, look. If you're into chicks, you're into ladies. Yeah, is it exploitation? I don't know. Well, again, we're talking about, like, human culture and behavior. What's acceptable and what's not. Like, but, you know... Maybe it's our generation. Like, we come from a generation where nobody told us how anything gets done. And the only way to learn, I think, was for us to watch movies. <laughs> like, right. wrong about this? <laughs> like the, I
1: learned dude. about drilling, killing from uh, movies.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, he knows how to dis- dissemble a door, you know? He knows how to take a door apart. So that's, that's a valuable skill. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Well, there's, like, uh, the great uh, shot that's also the poster for this movie is, like, uh, the the driller or the guy uh, just holding the big-ass drill between his legs like okay we get it. it's his dick <laughs> you know it's they uh, you know it's um I actually watch i yes once again as i've said um on a couple other episodes i do have the blu-ray of this particular movie and i did watch the extras on it and um uh you know they the the female director was talking about how uh you know, it was an allegory for virginity, or like, you know, like, oh, that big dick. What is he gonna do to me? Kind of a thing. Like that was kind of her words on the matter. Um,
0: okay, and, I have nothing to say about that, but I have something to say about the old, the older sister. The okay, now we're <clears> talking, <throat> talking about the non-partying girls that live next door. She's like that, watching horror well, yeah. movies on on TV, and like, and that's the lead up to the setup to the fact that she's gonna be able to to take this guy on
1: yeah she's definitely like she's set up to be the final girl as you said there's more than one (laughs) yeah she's the most final girl yeah she's the finalist final girl uh but yeah she's um i feel like i've seen her in other things but i couldn't quite um i didn't i didn't see uh that she's been in anything else she reminds me of some some actress that i guess i can't think of um but yeah she takes out the fucking guy like uh doesn't in pretty good. Chop, spoiler alert! Chops off his hand with a fucking machete. He ain't drilling anymore with that hand.
0: Yeah, a hook hand, like I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess if I listened, Wallace. <laughs> um.
0: Oh, but the dude. No- oh, the guy in the Hawaiian shirt. He gets taken out pretty pretty good. early, yeah. And sort of the idiot boyfriends that show up. Yeah, they do call. The- they do summon up a couple of guys to to come to the party as well. Oh. How about a product placement shot? We forgot to mention the Kool-Aid. They take yes. they take they take 6 minutes to show a shot of the main character standing in her kitchen legit the most classic way to mix Kool-Aid. It's the cherry Kool-Aid. You see the Kool-Aid container, make sure we see the logo. She dumps it into the thing in the pitcher of water, stirs the pitcher of water until it's completely made, then serves it up in glasses. Now, that's a lot of work. Did Kool Aid pay for this fucking movie? <laughs> wait,
1: wait. I, I don't know, but I'll tell you what I wanted some fucking Kool Aid. Did,
0: did you immediately have to make a glass of Kool Aid?
1: I I made like a, a cheap knockoff, or you know, like one of those like little in a uh, metal tube or uh, aluminum tube, dump it in your water things.
0: So yeah. talk about your universes or your worlds collide, right? We all live in a couple of different worlds, right? Or a couple of different, uh, yeah. I guess would you call them worlds? I don't know. Uh, sure, man. you got your work life, your home life, and whatever else you do in between. Fantasy life, dream yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so this movie had the Kool Aid. Went to work this morning on one of my boss's desks. He's got a pop vinyl figure of the Kool Aid Man. Oh, really? Then he tells That's me cool. a story about how he was a Kool-Aid mascot, and somebody else in the office knew that and bought him the pop. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I'm surrounded by Kool-Aid. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got a Kool-Aid. Yeah.
1: Um, well, you know, this was also produced by uh, your boy, um, Roger Corman. Is that right? Yes.
0: That figures. That kind of lines up. Actually, it's much higher quality than most of his movies.
1: Well, yeah, well, the, the story behind this, too, was um, the the director of this, a- Amy Jones, or um, she actually turned down this, uh, excuse me, um, she was going to be the editor on E.T. and turn that down so she could direct this.
0: Wow. Wow. I, you know what, <laughs> though? It's fair. If you really want to be a director, you would turn down anything else that you consider secondary to get a chance to direct. Although, did you hear what Bella Thorne is directing? Oh yes,
1: I did see this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so folks, if you're a Bella Thorne fan, she's really into sexuality. She considers herself a pansexual, which I'm still trying to define. Like, would she have sex with a toaster? Maybe. My
1: my basic understanding of pansexuality is that you're just attracted to everything. The person? Well, yeah, I mean anything. It could be a fish, and if you're attracted to that fish, you're just attracted to that fish. Mm. Um or, you know, it's based on personality or whatever. Like, you're not defining what you're attracted to because if it's just you're attracted to it, you're attracted to it. I could fuck my computer because I'm attracted to it. You already have. Um, um Keyboard sticking together. And, yeah.
0: No. Uh oh. Um, anyway, it's for Pornhub. She's directing this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's calling it a horror film. H O R R O R. Okay. Um, Which I say the same, people don't know, unless they've listened to this enough times to hear my impediment. I say horror and horror as like the same, a horror film. So, you know, if you're going to say like, is the horror film filled with horrors? Yeah, the horror film is filled with horrors. There you go. Um, Anyway, so, I don't know, she describes it as like some kind of star-crossed lovers, X-rated, Romeo and Juliet murder movie, I don't know. Anyway, that's coming out on Pornhub. I didn't know they made movies, but apparently they do. <laughs>
1: apparently they do, but that's only if you get the pr- uh, premium, and I wouldn't oh. know anything about that.
0: One thing that's dropping like at the end of this month is a slasher film made with John Travolta and Fred Durst.
1: Oh, is that finally coming out?
0: Yeah, it is. It's one of those theaters <laughs> and iTunes at the same time.
1: Well, it's amazing it's even getting that kind of release because it's supposed to be like pretty awful.
0: Well, he's, um, he's supposed to be like a crazy convention movie fan stalking this yeah. other guy Devin Sawa is the guy he's stalking so it's kind of and John Travolta look John Travolta playing a slasher is super interesting to me
1: I'm I'm interested to look at it because it's either going to be halfway decent or a train wreck but either way I want to see how it turns out
0: <laughs> nice if you're um, an obsessed podcast fan I'll tell you where Dave lives are so, right ready to pay attention here's his complete address